Welcome to Sudbury Scrubs Season 3. So, we got some more news yesterday. I actually did a whole episode where I was just chatting, 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 and I get home and I try to save it and didn't get saved to the right spot. Saved to some spot in a library, but Marion. So, I'm going to re-talk about it, but that's fine because I think it's a fun, interesting conversation. Anyways, and maybe I'll have more time now to get through it all. We got changes to table size yesterday from Games Workshop. Um, the video itself was kind of lackluster. It wasn't like some of their other things where there was quite as much height. The guys didn't talk as much interesting, interesting things about it, but that is some interesting news. Um, that your table size is going to change. It's going to change from right now being 4 foot by 6 foot or 48 inches uh, by 72 inches down to 44 inches by 60 inches. So you're losing uh, four inches off one in one direction, uh, six, six inches off the other. Um, although since you know you tend to play on equal sides of it, you yourself are probably going to feel just more of the two inch in one direction and more of the um, six inch on the other. Did I say six inch on the first one? I meant one foot on the first one. Anyway, you get the idea. You're, it's gonna, the board won't feel quite as long, more so than it's gonna feel quite as short. Now, the reasons that they're doing this, um, there are three things I really want to touch on. There's, um, the reason why they're doing this. There's the, there's the explanation of how they're doing it. And then there's how it's going to affect your game. And all three of those are interesting topics. So first off, why are they doing this? Well, um... <laughs> it, it's, it sounds so simple saying it this way that I don't know if I get it through to people that don't agree with it. But Games Workshop is a company and exists to make money. They, they want... A bigger piece of a pie. And that pie being uh, the amount of money that you spend on the hobby. Now, you might think, oh, well, they make so much already. Yeah, well, their shareholders and stuff like that demand more and more. That's what they. That's what shareholders will do. And it's not to say that shareholders are, are the only things that are correct. But that explains why they try to do it. Because if they make, if they piss them off, those people sell off their shares to people like you and me that won't buy shares for as much and Games Workshop's value goes down uh, when they sell and the shares are worth less than their borrowing and their spending power and a bunch of different things change in relation to that. So they want to be a, a valuable company. Very, very, very much so. They, they face a, a huge amount of pressure to do so. And the there has become a market for uh, battlefields, and this ha happened. I think I think I, mo I think it really started to happen sometime around sixth edition, and then started becoming a big thing in seventh, and now in eighth, I'd say it's pretty much ubiquitous. And that was companies that are selling you those battle mats, which, you know, you can spread out and instantly turn a table 
into uh, a fully realized battlefield, which looks great. And it's quick and it's inexpensive. And Games Workshop has actually tried to do this kind of stuff before. They've done it with their Realm of Battle boards, which were these two foot by two foot plastic pieces that were like three-dimensional hills or whatever they could stack together in different configurations to make Battlefield. And they looked good, but they didn't play very well. Uh, And they didn't play well because being plastic, just painted plastic, that's all you were, that's all they were, um, and hollow. Just the plastic part, I think, actually does this. Uh, When you roll a dice on them, the dice would have this big, big, big bounce because it's getting a lot of... um, energy back from the board when it loses that energy from hitting it uh, it rebounds it quite a bit so the dice really jumps back so it was hard to roll dice on it and it was uh, slippery so your models if they if they weren't on part of the board that was like almost perfectly flat um, they would not stay where they were and that was really a shame because the whole idea of these boards was that they had these hills these nice little hills that you could move up to and they didn't have much of of an incline but your models just couldn't stand there at those spots it was frustrating uh so yeah gw has already been in this market and they just didn't do a very good job um so they're trying to reclaim some of that space the newer products are just so great because you roll them and, you know, they're easy to transport, which, again, these were big chunks of plastic beforehand, which were not. Um, they have an instant visual appeal that you don't need to put any work into. Same, not the issue with, not the case with the Realm of Battleboards. Um, and being the rubber felt kind of stuff, um, they absorb some of the energy from your dice rolls, so that way the dice come to rest uh, quicker and easier and nicer and quieter. So they, they were just better products. They're better products in every way. Uh, so Games Workshop said, okay, well, people have really started buying these things. Lots of people own them because they're good. But it does mean that there's a market. There's things out there that people are regularly, players of the game are regularly um, spending money on in order to have something that looks cool. And so there's money to be made and they want a bigger part of that now how they're doing it is where it's very uh sinister not sinister a little sinister uh it is clever and i want to let you know like just because i think this is very smart what they did it doesn't mean that i think it's necessarily right um but you can't you can't fault somebody for being intelligent. That 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 is something that I, I think is um, aspiring, even if it is you know not a, for necessarily a good reason. But I I think this was very smart. So what they did with Kill Team was they, they this way all the way back at the start of Kill Team in this edition, um, they release these boards that go with them. So it's like hey turn any spot into a Kill Team spot. And these boards are going to be this weird, odd size of uh, 22 inches by 30 inches. And that was very strange to me when I saw it. When when they released that, that to me was very weird. Because, okay, 
I got the idea that they didn't want this to be played on as big a board space as, um, you know, your regular table. But that's not, that, that's just an odd unit of measurement. Um, but I, I didn't really think too much on it, and I don't think many people did. And Games Workshop, since they came out with their own board with it, nobody batted an eye. None of their suppliers, none of the people that Games Workshop was already kind of maybe working with, um, people that, that may have tried to fought them for this market, nobody batted an eye because it's like, well, this is such a strange size that we've never seen before for a minor game, not a, not 40k, but for combat patrol, not combat patrol, but for um, Kill Team, you know, a much smaller version of it. Um, and they're the first ones to it, and it comes with their box, right? Like, there was just, a, there was a lot of the reasons why it was easy for Games Workshop to kind of get into it and say, here is our product, and not piss people off. And that was kind of setting up the stage for what was going to come later, but in a way that nobody would really notice. It was quiet. And now, what Games Workshop is saying is, hey, you can take those boards there, and you can put them together, put two of them together, and you have enough room for, um, use one of them and, and you have enough room for, not one of them, I don't know, I forget what the exact numbers are. It's, yeah, use two of them and you got enough for this size point game, use four of them, you got enough room for the regular 2,000 point game, you put six of them together and you got enough for a 3,000 point game, something like that. And now that they're saying you take these boards, which you may already have, because maybe you got started with playing Kill Team, so you probably already have one. You may even have two if you wanted to be the person that was kind of like the head honcho in your, in your play group, or you wanted to have multiple people over to play Kill Team. And then, uh, or you may, as a group of players that have all bought it, you may have four of these already. But likely, more than likely, you don't have four of them. Um, this is kind of saying, okay, buy more into that size. Because now in 40k, we're going to use that size. We're going to put these together, and now you have this new, and again, odd size. So this forces all the companies that were there before, that had already become entrenched in providing a product of a certain size, to now have to change. To now have to... Re go back to their printers, go back to their suppliers, go back to everybody and, and rebuild their supply chain to handle a whole different size of board. While Games Workshop, who was previously in last place, who was previously the, the latecomers, effectively, to this, they are now the front runners of this new product. And since they're, uh, it's their game that a lot of these things have kind of been built around, um, they know the size of their market. So it's clever. It's a clever way to kind of sneak themselves in there. And uh, there's definitely, I, I think you're going to see Frontline Gaming coming out with a new size mat momentarily. Like, it, it, it's going to be 
probably within a week or something like that. Maybe it's already up. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but they were obviously aware of it ahead of time because Frontline Gaming has been helping out Games Workshop with the design of 9th edition. Um, definitely with playtesting it. They did with 8th edition, and again, like in between 8th and 9th, it didn't seem like they were quite as involved. There were lots of times where they seemed surprised by some of Games Workshop's decisions at, at, at times. Um, but now, they're again talking more like uh, another... Um, sub, like like a, a subsidiary of Games Workshop. Like they are uh, being told what to say a little bit. Like, not entirely. I'm, I'm not saying that they are being... You know, it's like, well, this is how you have to respond. No, but they are talking in a way to be... Tri as maximally uh, uh, company line as, as they as they can without having to be exact. Uh, so I think they were, since they were involved with the design, they knew this was going to be coming. And you'll, I think, Games Workshop said, "Okay, you know, do this here for us. Make." ITC tell tell people because ITC is switching over to to this doesn't mean like you know the people on a local level doesn't mean that Aaron and I are going to change that size necessarily uh, we don't know yet um, doesn't you know uh, right now the twins have already said that they are intending to change over to that size because they've heard it from every other major not every the first ones to move were ITC saying. We are going to be changing to the the sizes for our specific tournaments, the ones that that they that Frontline Gaming runs. I should say not ITC, but Frontline Gaming and Frontline Gaming only runs ITC tournaments. Frontline Gaming is going to run just with that size of, of battle or a battlefield. And since that's what they do, and they're kind of the biggest name, other people quickly followed suit. Until now, it's like okay, well. This is what it's going to be changing to. And I think that was the idea. Games Workshop said, you know, we're going to make this change because we want to sell these products like this. And if you go and you change, first of all, you're going to find out that you're finding out about this early. Right? So this gives you a chance to change your distribution line right away. Uh, but also then people will be more likely to hop on board. So there we go. That's the how and the why they they did it. How they did it, what, uh, sorry, why they did it, how they're doing it, uh, which is clever, but a little sneaky, in my opinion. Um, and now we're going to go into how it's going to affect your game. So like I said, um, on the width-wise, going from 48 inches to 44 is really not a big deal. Uh, for a, for a game size change, you are on one side board only going to feel about two inches of difference, as will your opponent. Uh, and two inches is, isn't really very much at all. So I don't, yeah, that that size change I don't think is um, major at all. The major what change is going to be on the flanks, where you're each losing six inches. Uh, hammer and anvil deployment. There was a lot of space behind you that you could kind of
kind of hide something or run run backwards with if you needed to. Uh, there's not going to be quite as much space. There will still be a little, but it won't be quite as much. And that's going to more matter for however they do these. We, we still don't know how terrain is going to be laid out uh, on the table. They're talking about trying to do a, a new kind of ruling again on that. Um, previous editions of the game have said, all right, try to have this many pieces of terrain or try to take you know, enough terrain to fill up a quarter of the board, like literally pressed together. And then once you have that, then spread it out across the table. They've done things like alternating activation of like your opponent sets up a terrain piece, then you do, then they do, then you do. And you try to build a board like that way that you are trying to like maximize advantages for yourselves. Um, they, they, so they've done a few different things. So we'll see how that exactly works. But however it is, if a terrain piece now is, um, there'll be a little bit less room for the terrain. And so as in the past, I think we all kind of played where there was a train piece that was going to be about six or four inches away from the back edge. Um, I don't know now if there will be room. If you do do that, you're going to shrink the amount of room between some of these train pieces, which means that there's going to be better chance to kind of jump out from it and get a, get up the field a bit. Uh, and reach your opponent. So the board, if, if that ends up being the way that people play, um, then it is going to feel like a quite, quite a bit like a smaller board in that direction. You're, you're very much going to feel the loss of those inches. Um, if instead people play where the terrain piece now nestles right up to the back of the board, so the terrain is kind of in the same place, <coughs> Uh, again, then you'll, you still will feel the difference, but it'll be more about that there's a unit kind of in hiding towards the back of the board. It's not going to feel like um, the board actually is larger, just just that your options of what you can do at the back are a little going to just be a little bit less. Um, with a slightly smaller board like this, there will be a little less room to hide. Although not necessarily. If train density increases, then there's actually more room to hide. So, we'll see. <laughs> uh, there will be fewer times where if something has, uh, say, a 72-inch range or 48-inch range. If you have a 48-inch range, you're, you're going to be in range more often than you were before. Other ranges won't really matter too, too much. Again, just because um, you're, you're unlikely still to feel it. 24 inch range from the center of the board still won't reach the edge. So uh, if, if you've got a unit with a 24 inch range gun yours, and you get them to, into the middle of the board to try to have a, dom a dominating presence, it's still going to have a dominating presence, but it always has. So there's nothing different about that. Um, there will just be fewer spots around the corners again that your opponent may be able to hide from whatever is in 24-inch range. It does improve the power of the middle of the board because, again, you are now uh, six inches closer to each other side 
than you were before. So yeah, uh, from holding the billboard will be a little bit stronger. Um, your stuff won't be able to hide quite as easily at a corner position, where it's, you're you're just trying to run away from close combat right at the very end of the game, which is usually <clears throat> the only times I ever see models go into those corners is towards the very end of the game where it's like, okay, I just need a model to survive and you just have close combat stuff left. I'm going to try to bury these as far away as possible. Um, yeah, uh, your area for deployment is going to go down a little bit. I've heard some people say, well, my orc army won't fit now. That still seems unlikely, uh, even with, you know, yeah, they're going to increase points values of some things. Um, so you, you're going to have a squad less, probably, or you'll, you'll have something less to fill in that space. Uh, I've yet to have seen in 8th edition um, an army that fully takes up their deployment zone. I haven't seen it yet happen. So I don't think, I think somebody complaining about that is, is honestly just complaining without thinking, or they are... They have a wild, 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 massive horde army, unlike anything you've ever seen. <laughs> uh, and all the power to them, and I'm sorry for that one person. <laughs> That's very unlikely. Uh, here in Sudbury, I think we're going to be just totally fine with the new table size. From an actual gameplay perspective, like I said, I think it's, it's going to have some impact in those ideas of your relative positions to some things. Um, Again, it will speed up the game a little bit. Not very much, but it will a little bit. Uh, but I think the biggest change about this is just um, people that are, are that are trying to make money and how they're going to try to make their money. Their Games Workshop is trying to make it that somebody that's new into the hobby will just go to them first. Um, kind of like how if you have never played a war game before, never played a game before, uh, Games Workshop, when you go and you buy, start your first army with them, they sell Games Workshop dice, and they sell a Games Workshop measuring tape, and they sell a bunch of these little products that are, you know, dice are dice. I mean, they're not dice. I think custom dice are really cool, um, but most dice are just kind of regular, and the Games Workshop dice are also just kind of regular. Games Workshop measuring tape, I, I've never found the Games Workshop measuring tapes to be uh, of great design or uh, lifespan. Um, it's usually, because th th these are not their core products, these are not the things that, these are, are just extras, and they're hoping to, you know, just make a few extra bucks off of somebody that doesn't go and just gets the, a better version of these items elsewhere. Well, that's going to be these, um, you know, these battle boards. It's like, yeah, hey, you want to, you want to buy these boards because then you you have the right size table and stuff like that. And a bunch of newer players will; they'll just buy it. Um, meanwhile, your more efficient purchase because you'll you'll spend less money. Chances are you're going to spend more money on, on buying these boards from Games Workshop. So your more efficient choice. But also your more effective choice, because again, I think these boards are just not as nice. Uh, this isn't the Realm of Battle ones, but the you know the, even these 
new ones uh, are not just not as good <clears throat> as the rubberized uh, battle mats. Um, so you're, you're getting a, a worse product for more uh, if you follow Games Workshop with this change. And they know it. <laughs> they, but they, they want to try to make a little, few extra bucks. And uh, this is definitely a clever way to do so. And so uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe this board game change, board size change, could be a big deal in for how the game plays. I, like I said, I, I don't think so. Um, hope I, I kind of hope. I hope so in the little bit, but not much. I mean, it, it can be a little annoying when you have something in one corner, they have something in another, how far away you are. But I've rarely ever felt that to be the case. So, it will make... You know what I'm just thinking right now? I, I gotta get... I, I'm, I've arrived at my destination. I gotta get inside. It will change um, the Vanguard Strike deployment. It'll make that deployment um, more of a 45 degree angle than it currently is. The current angle in Vanguard Strike is rather extreme, and I can never remember off the top of my head how you measure it out with the measuring tape, where it's like you already have the calculations done to have a 12 inch gap in between, but there's a, I've been shown how to do that multiple times. Because it's important to do so, because it, it can be, it's really hard to measure out a measuring tape and then take another measuring tape and do 12 inches off of each side on that and kind of slide it up. It, it is a, it's a fun deployment. Um, once you're actually down, it's really fun where you are, but it is a very annoying deployment to actually set up. Um, and so something that's on more closer to a square configuration, because again, you're only losing two inches off of the one sides each, so four inches total, but you're losing six inches off of the other two sides each um, for a 12 inch hole. So that's a much, much, that's a much greater loss um, even once you take into account the ratio that already existed, uh, which was 1.5 to one, but this shrinkage is by more than 1.5 to 1. So, yeah, this is this is a 3 to 1. So that's going to that's just going to change that angle up a bit, make it more of a 45 degree angle, which is easier to kind of measure off of. All right, thank you for listening. Sudbury Scrub season 3 continues not with this episode, but you know, with the next one after we hear more preview stuff. So, thank you for listening. Keep on working. Thank you.